0: Welcome to Under the Bleachers. This is a podcast that explores all things sports, all things queer, and the fabulous intersection where queer and sports meet.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Team DC, the nonprofit association of LGBTQ plus sports and recreation organizations in the Washington, D.C. area. I'm Laura. I'm on the board of Team DC. I've played and loved sports my entire life, and I've played with the DC Puries and Rogue Darts.
0: And I'm Gabe. I'm also on the board of Team DC and I'm a diehard sports fan i play with many of the Team DC Sports member leagues, including the DC GFFL, Stonewall Kickball, Rogue Darts, Karib Bowling, and recently the Washington Scandals Rugby Football Club. And I also do a little drag on the side. We hope you enjoy this week's trip under the bleachers. Hey
1: everyone, it's Laura. It's January 4th, and I wanted to wish you a very Happy New Year from Team DC. Also, I wanna give you a couple of quick updates on Team DC. So the annual sports meeting of the Sports Council will be held virtually on January 9th, 2021 from 10 a.m. to noon. Team DC strongly encourages all member clubs to send a representative to the annual meeting. An evite invitation was already sent to all member clubs from Team DC. And if you didn't receive that invite, please contact me at laura at teamdc.org and i'll get you hooked up on the agenda among other things are team dc board elections the positions up for election are president outreach marketing social media fundraising and external relations to learn more about team dc and its board visit teamdc.org and if you're interested in running for a position contact les johnson at les at teamdc.org Team DC has partnered with Nelly's Sports Bar for its Heroes for Heroes campaign to show support for essential workers and also for Nelly's, one of our sports community's biggest and longest serving sponsors. This campaign sponsors free meals for D.C. essential workers. January's Heroes for Heroes meal will be delivered January 7th to Bridgepoint Hospital, a 60-bed acute care hospital on Capitol Hill. The January meal is sponsored by Team D.C., D.C. Gay Basketball League, D.C. Gay Flag Football League, Atlantic State's Gay Rodeo Association, Rogue League Sports, and Caps Softball. If you or your organization are interested in taking part in the Heroes for Heroes campaign, please contact Brent Miner at brent at teamdc.org. Team DC is now accepting applications for the 2021 Team DC College Scholarships. Team DC student athlete scholarships provide up to $2,000 of financial support to offset the cost of educational expenses. Scholarships are awarded to self-identified LGBTQ student-athletes who have contributed to the sport in which they participate and enhance the perception of the LGBT community as a result of their contributions and involvement. If you are an educator or affiliated with an educational institution, go to teamdc.org or email scholarship at teamdc.org for more information. The scholarship application can be found on the Team DC website at teamdc.org/scholarship. This Monday, we are going to revisit one of our favorite interviews from season one. This is our interview with the DC Roller Girls one of the Team DC member clubs. We first shared this interview way back in episode one in June, and we wanted to put it out there again for anybody who might've missed it. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we look forward to being back with you for new episodes in the spring.
0: All right. uh, Today we have... Ella Fitzgerald and Slay Bell from the DC Roller Girls Roller Derby. Um, hi. Y'all want to say hi?
2: Hey there. Thanks for having us. We're excited to be here today.
3: Hi. We're As Ella said, we're super excited to be talking to y'all today.
4: Great. Okay, let's just um, clarify those names and make sure everybody understood what we said, because uh, I think this is in- an important detail. So we have Slay Bells, and that's S-L-A-Y. Do you want to tell us what that's all about?
3: Sure thing. So uh, yes, my derby name is Slay Bell, um, and a derby name is a nickname that uh, derby skaters choose and sort of um, go by on the track. Um, So Uh, Folks usually select their derby name uh, when they're starting uh, skating, uh, sometimes when they're just starting in a a derby program, uh, either in a rookie program or um, uh, we call ours our boot camp program. Um, other folks sort of wait until they've passed their minimum skills requirements, um, which is a of uh, the Women's Flat Track Derby Association, uh, rule uh, for when you're allowed to start skating in games. Um, and so some folks will often wait until then to select their derby name. But it's essentially your nickname for your team and on the track.
4: All right. Well, I, I like your name. Uh, I like the idea of slay and bells. Um, and Ella, your name is, I'm sorry, was it Fist? gerald f i s t
2: it is f i s t Gerald and the best part about it is that my dad is the one who came up with my derby name so uh roller derby <laughs> was something that I saw as a college student here in d c um and I remember talking to my parents about it that I thought it was such a cool sport, and I really wanted to give it a try upon graduation, so it's kind of a running joke in the family for a while until it actually happened and As Slay was saying, um, throughout my kind of derby journey, once I passed my minimum skills um, and was in the league, that's when I chose a derby name. And I knew that I wanted to do something that was related to music, because that's been a huge part of my upbringing in my life. Um, So my dad was the one at the dinner table one day who suggested the name and hands
0: down had to go with it.
4: awesome. I already like your dad. (laughs)
0: Shout out to dad. He's a pretty cool guy. Tell us a little bit more about the sport of roller derby and what exactly it consists of. Sure. Uh,
2: So roller derby is a sport that is played on eight wheels and we specifically play flat track roller derby. So we're part of the women's flat track derby association, which is our larger governing body that we're a part of kind of like a, um, WNBA or an NFL, uh, you know, affiliation that we're a part of just for roller derby. So a lot of people, when they think about roller derby, they might have flashbacks to uh, history where roller derby previously was played on a banked or a raised track. So we play on a flat surface. Uh, The best analogy I've heard of for roller derby is playing chess while having bricks thrown at you because the sport is so strategic. It's such a mental game, but at the same time, so physical and physically challenging. Um, slay do you want to talk about kind of the rules and what a normal jam's like?
3: Sure. So, uh each there are two teams uh on the track at once and so each team fields five players, uh four players uh who are the called the blockers uh, and one player called the jammer. Uh the jammer is the person who is scoring the points. And so, uh, in these jams, so a jam is two minutes of play, uh, in which the jammer is trying to get through the pack of, uh, other players of the blockers, uh, and around the track, uh, and past as many people on the opposing team as she can, uh, as quickly as she can in as many laps as she can in order to score points. And so she scores, or I should say they, um, score, uh, one point per, every opposing blocker that they pass. Um, But you can score up to four points in one lap um, and lots of points in a jam, um, depending on how long that jam goes.
4: Oh, okay, that's interesting. Um, And I note that the players that are not the um, jammer can link arms and sort of build a barricade for you, or what are the rules involved in in those positions?
3: So there are quite a few um, specific rules about how the blockers can sort of form that wall to block the jammer or even in a, uh, in a offensive way, uh, block and pull back uh, other opposing blockers in order to score some points. Um, linking arms actually is not one of them. That is uh, illegal, an e- illegal blocking tactic. Um, so linking arms is a no-no for a lot of reasons. One, it kind of in- forms an impenetrable wall. Um, and also, it's a really great way to injure yourself. Um, and we really don't want that So a couple of the different ways that folks can, uh, blockers can form those walls are sort of by creating a seam, by leaning against each other. Um, So if you picture yourself and your body, um, you're standing sort of side by side with someone and you'll lean against one another um, and use your legs to really sort of form almost like a tripod and really support yourself and be very stable. Um, If you've ever watched roller derby, you see really all of the skaters skating in derby, what we call derby stance. Um, and so that is uh, almost in a squat flat back position. Uh, so you're very stable in your legs. Um, that, And that is where you're getting all of your power from. And so when you're leaning against a fellow blocker, you're creating that, that wall um, that folks can sort of push, try to push against. Um, you'll also maybe see a tripod formation where, you'll, where you're seeing that two-person wall and then a third person in the front um, acting as a support for the other two players. Um, the biggest thing about all of derby contact is that you can't form some sort of impenetrable block or wall so grasping arms in order to sort of like red rover style block an opposing jammer uh is against the rules um again as i said uh because it forms that impenetrable wall but also it's a safety issue
0: so if you're one of uh I guess like me um or someone who's just brand new to the sport and watching it i mean i did check out a lot of your youtube videos which i hope our listeners check out because DC Roller Girls has some really cool videos on YouTube. Um, If you're brand new to the sport but you really want to get into it, how can you uh, – first off, how do you join the team and how can you start learning some of the rules?
3: So we will host quarterly open houses to talk a little bit about like all of the aspects of joining the league. Uh, in order to join the DC Roller Girls, uh, you can, you know, come come out to one of our open houses. Um, our April open house was uh, virtual. So we did a Zoom call and, you know, talked to prospective skaters um, about all of the different aspects of joining the league. Um, and uh, we'll... We'll see where July brings us. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to do it in a socially distanced manner, but in person. Um, but we'll see what DC and Maryland's social distancing and reopening phases look like. Um, but uh, to join the league, uh, you can come to a practice. Uh, I'm sorry, you can come to two practices um, to try out the sport. Uh, and during those practices, we teach you really everything you need to know about skating. We have had folks who come and have never never skated before in their lives um and they have we've taught them everything that they need to know in order to not just um skate but also how to play
4: roller derby all right sounds great and i guess everybody you if you they were going to come out and join you they should bring a pair of skates anything else
3: so at first, you don't have to. We actually have a great gear library for folks to um, borrow and rent gear from us. Um, skates, helmets, uh, all of the gear that you need. So you need a helmet, wrist guards, elbow pads, knee pads, and skates. The only thing that we ask you to bring yourself is a mouth guard um, for obvious reasons. Um, and all of those okay. all of those pieces are required um, required uh, part of your derby kit. Um, but at first, you know, we recognize that trying to buy all of that gear at once can be really expensive. And so we um, we try to find as many ways as possible to help folks, you know, A, figure out what you like, you know, just like trying on clothes or trying on, um, you know, anything that you're going to be wearing on your body regularly. There's different sizes and styles that folks you know you might like this style versus that style um and so that's one way to help you figure out what you like before you go and invest a bunch of money in some gear
0: you talk a little bit about the roller derby culture it seems like from uh you know doing a little research and seeing some of these videos it seems like a really tight-knit community um in dc as well as all over the country
2: absolutely um you know the roller derby culture, both within the DMV as well as you know internationally, is a huge growing community. Um, DC Roller Girls have been a organization uh, for 14 years now, approaching 15 years, and even within that time, seeing both uh, the DC Roller Girls as well as roller derby as a sport uh, grow and evolve has been uh, exciting, exhilarating, and really empowering. Uh, the community has really grown both in numbers and in strength, and um, is consistently, you know, changing perspectives. One of my um, favorite things that I just think just shows the impact of roller derby worldwide is, uh, you know, kind of no matter where you are, if you're wearing a piece of roller derby uh, apparel. So if I'm wearing my uh, DC Roller Girls jacket, and I've been traveling at the airport before, um, I've had countless people come up to me who says, "Oh, you know, my cousin plays over in California. You know them. This is the team that they play on." Um, um, ironically, sometimes we do because it is a small world and sometimes we don't, but it is just a connection with a stranger, which is so um, interesting and kind of a deeper con- connection because it's this more, uh, you know, subgroup that not everyone is familiar with. Um, but it's just really exciting.
3: I would just add that, you know, the the great thing about. DCRG and any, really any roller derby league is that if you're in a new place and you're trying to figure out a way to make friends or meet new people, roller derby is the way to go. Um, You know, it's a, you're doing so much together as a team, um, both on and off the track that it's a great way to make fast friends. Uh, When I moved to the DC area two years ago, um, I knew three other people uh, and now I know way many more, way more than just three those three people, um, and it's been a really great way to find um, a community of people that really care about each other.
4: That sounds terrific. Um, as you guys know, I I'm, I think um, Team DC is a um, an LGBTQ sports organization, and I know that the DC Roller Girls aren't a uh, gay team per se, but you wanna talk a little bit about um, inclusivity at the Roller Girls and what that means to you and why you all are member teams of Team DC?
3: Sure, so um, even though, as you said, uh, the DC Roller Girls are not explicitly um, a queer sports team, just the nature of the community the nature of um roller derby just generally being a very ex- um excuse me uh accepting group of folks um you know it tends to be a sport where uh people feel that they can be themselves um roller derby generally um is a very accepting um and uh inclusive sport um even though we are the dc roller girls Um, and we're members of the Women's Flat Track Derby Association, Um, we're not close to just folks who identify as women. Um, We do. uh, Most, many, I should say, many of our uh, skaters identify um, as women or or are women, I should say. Um, But uh, the Women's Flat Track Derby Association, Um, actually came out with a statement a few years ago, sort of a policy around um, gender and gender inclusivity. Um, DC Roller Girls were actually one of the first teams to have um, a trans uh, woman skater on our team. And this was way before my time. I think this was in 2005, Ella, correct? 2006, something like that. Um, So this was way before my time. Um, but we are one of the first teams to have uh, an inclusive gender statement and gender policy um, in our code of conduct, um, specifically the Women's Trackta- Track Flat Track Derby Association. Um, their statement notes that um, we as DC Roller Girls and um, WIFTA, is committed to inclusive and anti-discrimination practices in relation to all transgender women, intersex women, and gender expansive participants. Um, and so that basically means if you feel like the D.C. Roller Girls are a place for you, then it's a place for you. Um, we skate regularly in the D.C. Pride Parade. Um, there are a lot of folks on the team who identify as members of the LGBTQ community. I do. My partner also actually skates for the D.C. Roller Girls. And. Um, and you know it's it's a sport that's very inclusive very accepting um and you know when we say that we're a community it's not just for show you know it's it's for real
2: absolutely and so when um you're asking earlier about kind of what it's like when someone shows up for Boot camp, or how to join, or for their first practice. You know, the only questions that we ever ask are, "What are what is your name and what are your pronouns?" Um, and those are the only questions that you're ever going to get, whether you're a skater, a volunteer, um, a being whether it be an announcer for roller derby, a official um, helping us produce and put on our abouts, our photographers, what have you. Um, so it really is uh, both an inclusive community as a sport, but we as the DC roller girls are trying to make sure um, that we are inclusive for our team as well.
4: All right, that's fantastic. I'm happy to hear all of that. Um, You guys, I saw you skate at the DC Armory. Are all of your home bouts there or do you skate other places as well?
2: So a good chunk of our home games are at the DC Armory um, because it is a great venue, as I'm sure you enjoyed yourself there, Laura. Um, It is a huge, beautiful space because it is uh, both large, has giant hardwood floors. So for uh, roller derby skaters, that is a dream come true. Um, For fans, it's a really exciting experience because we put on full production bouts, so they're um, all of our games are announced by our fantastic announcers. We have uh, vendors who are selling things. We have DC Roller Girls apparel, merchandise, um, and the DC Armory also has some great concessions of beer um, as well. So it is like a large-scale sporting event when you come to our games there. Um, that said, not all of our games are there. We do um, some games around the DMV at some local sports plexes, um, And then once in a while, um, we're able to do um, smaller uh, events as well, um, sometimes for fans and sometimes more closed. Uh, we also have a travel team. Um, so some of our games are in the D.C. area and some of them are actually across the country, depending on where um, our travel team might be playing in a given season.
4: Do you guys, the Roller Girls, have any um, outside of the track events, um, social events or um... Events that you regularly host or participate in that you want to tell us about?
3: We will often do promotional events um, with our sponsors in the DC area um, as well as local DC venues um, that are willing and uh, happy to partner with us um, on different events. So uh, we'll often be at Union Market during their drive ins uh, the first Friday of the month between May and October, um, selling candy and popcorn um, and you know. Telling people about the DC Roller Girl. So, we'll skate around and talk to folks about roller derby um, and selling delicious snacks. Uh, and we'll often stick around to watch the movie because the movies are always really great. Um, we'll also participate in um, local uh, DC events, including um, DC Pride, um, Capital Pride. Um, so, we'll skate in the Pride Parade. We'll have a booth, we often have a booth at um, the Pride Festival, uh, the July 4th. D.C.'s July 4th parade um, will often skate in, uh, the Cherry Blossom Parade, uh, and other local D.C. events.
2: Absolutely. And as I mentioned, you know, we're always looking to do creative ways to interact with folks who want to learn about roller derby, might be interested in joining the league um, as a skater and a non-skating capacity, which we have. So whether it be um, volunteering through um, officiating on skates, off skates, announcing, uh, taking photo or video, um, or just helping us with our production of bouts. And a lot of times we'll do those through, um, different creative events. So sometimes it might be, you know, we're there at drag bingo at Red Bear one night, it might be that we're at uh, Rose Physical Therapy Group participating in different free workshops that they have getting ready to connect with people um, and get to know their interests a little bit better. So um, we're always kind of bopping around town, it's best to follow us on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date uh, with what we're doing and what's going on. Certainly given
4: Awesome. And you said Facebook. What's your Facebook page?
2: So we're the DC
3: Roller Girls on Facebook. We're at DC Roller Girls on Instagram and at DC underscore Roller Girls on Twitter.
4: Terrific. And if people want to buy tickets for your bouts when things start up again, where would they go to find your schedule or to get tickets?
3: Uh, They can go to our website, which is www.dcrollergirls.com. They can also find all of that information on our Facebook page. Uh, We will have uh, event pages for all of our in-person events uh, with ticket links uh, on those pages. uh, In addition to a schedule of all of our events, both on the header of our Facebook page um, and on our website.
4: Awesome. And tickets at the door as well?
3: Yes, tickets at the door as well. We always offer tickets at the door as well as tickets in advance online.
4: Very good. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I had a lot of fun chatting and I hope that we can catch up again sometime soon.
2: Absolutely. We hope to see you both around the track as well as other members of Team DC um, and look forward to hopefully skating together again soon once things open up.
3: Thank you so much for having us. It's been wonderful chatting with you.
4: Yep. Bye-bye now.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Under the Bleachers. Under the Bleachers is proudly produced by and a product of Team DC. For more information about Team DC, please visit www.teamdc.org.
1: We want to give credit to Ralph Elston, a Team DC board member for the design of our logo. Also, our intro and outro music is provided by DC's Different Drummers Marching Band and was composed by Travis Gettinger. You can always find Under the Bleachers at underthebleachers.podbean.com and our podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast and share us with a friend so that we can all keep meeting Under the Bleachers.
0: Under the Bleachers is hosted by Team DC Vice President Laura Frayer and Team DC Board Member for Fundraising Gabriel Hernandez. All views and opinions expressed are solely those of the host and the participants on Under the Bleachers and do not express the views of Team DC.